0: Radio Newark, the home of Radio Newark Sport, weeknights from seven. Radio Newark Sport, brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk
1: It's that time of the week again. It's the Firsty Football Plus show. And tonight, grassroots gossip. Bingham Can are in the spotlight. We talk to Dave Bingham around about 20 past seven. Can they win the not Senior League for the first time in their history? It really is theirs to throw away. It's the weekly flow, serve, and of course the town talk. We look at the good, the bad and the ugly from last week's sport. Choose our heroes of the week and see what's in store. For this weekend We get to play our new game Who am I After last week Pitchside is winning 3-0 After his uh, after he managed to uh, work out It was Mallard we are talking about Who are we talking about Or what are we talking about This week I'm Mick Bradley He supports Bashley Whoever they are And he supports whoever's winning Welcome to the renowned Radio Newark Sport Let's get on with it. Let's look back at last weekend's football.
2: Well, it's been quite a busy week. Um, as we've obviously over- covered during the uh, earlier in the week, uh, Flowserve lost away to, uh, 2-0 at Walsall Wood. Newark Town beat Appleby-Frodingham 7-0. Saturday afternoon, Collingham lost 2-1 at Stavely Miners Welfare. Tommy Johnson was on the score sheet. Their game away at Appleby-Frodingham uh, midweek was postponed and I understand the lads were already on the way. It um, rained, apparently. It rained, yes. Now, Saturday afternoon, uh, Harrowby United won 3-2 at Lutterworth. They came um, from behind to win the game. Kadeem Price with two, Lee Warman. Then on Tuesday night, they entertained Burton Park Wanderers and uh, Drew 0-0. Well, Grantham Town. Uh, Saturday afternoon, they lost 2-0 away at Atherton Collieries. And uh, Tuesday night, the old familiar, which seems to be for Grantham on a Tuesday night, you go to Whitby, they got a one all draw. A goal from Chris Robertson. Played reasonably well. Um, and there was a good team spirit, I, I hear, from our insider. Now, um, oh, from last Saturday and midweek, there's been dancing on the streets of Bingham because uh, Saturday afternoon, Southwell City lost 2-0 at what? Burton Bill Joyce. you Bill McLaren. Sorry? you Bill McLaren. Absolutely. Southwell City lost 2-0 at Burton Joyce and then drew 3-3 um, last night at Sandy Acre. George Cordwell got 2. Cal Law was on the score sheets the man of the match there was George Cordwell as well. Um, as we'll probably find out from Dave later, they're currently three points behind Bingham and Bingham have three games in hand, so there you go. Saturday afternoon, As Lockton lost 4-0 away at uh, Orsworth Villa, but uh, last night they drew 2 all, um at Eastwood CFC Development. Martin Hallam came on aged 52 and then promptly Sugars and Aldred got goals to um, level the scores curtain brickworks age 52 age 52 yes
1: this is the team that was telling us the other week they've got seven 16 year olds in they have well they they, 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 they is don't it, realize is this the way they're averaging it out <laughs> that's right they're allowed
2: 100 you see fair <laughs> enough uh curtain brickworks they lost uh 2-1 at home to beeston then um highcombe town in the cup they uh, beat Immingham town 3-1 after extra time alex hayes marlon grundy and jake park on target there Lincoln Moorlands Railways beat Grimsby Borough Reserves three one. Robbie Smith Smith with a brace and Josh uh, Raby. Gavin Smith uh, apparently has joined the management team at Railway as well. Now um, Bingham Town, uh, both you and myself were there on Saturday afternoon. We saw them
1: beat FC Cavaliers well, three nil. in all honesty, you saw them got beat. You saw them beat FC Cavaliers.
2: You spent more time on the Railway. Actually. I got somewhat <laughs>
1: distracted by
2: <laughs> a Railway line. Oh, yeah. yeah. But as you saw, it was a very nice railway, and you got the signal box. But it was a strange own goal. That explains the Facebook pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Ewing Sweeting and Tom Spencer on target. And all I'll say is the visitors' goal had a charmed life. There was a lot of goal line clearances. A very athletic, gangly youth at number five was actually... (laughs) was quite was was performing bally heroics on the line but he, he looked more
1: of fo- well a little less of a footballer than tony does
2: yeah but i mean he was he, he did some great goal line yeah. clearances yeah. but every time somebody didn't come up to the standard he wanted he sort of went into hysterics which was quite funny uh lincoln united sadly i got um, told off you did i
1: got told off what for get off oh. that track you did yes more yes. Or less, yes yes so here's me on 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 the platform on, on on the the grantham side platform taking a photo of a train on the nottingham side platform and the woman conductor jumped out of the train and says could i please move back please because the train was about to move away it was on the other line so i yeah. did ask her what she expected it to do jump tracks and told her that i've seen more trains than she's ever ever likely to
3: you basically treated it as a linesman Yes. The Wichita linesman. <laughs> she was actually,
1: she was acting like one. She's another one of these. she got a whistle and a flag and, and she thought that was it. I'm and, in charge.
2: And, and, and a big hat, I know. It, 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 it,
1: all the same, those with a whistle and flag. Yeah. Wow.
2: Anyway, moving on to Lincoln United on Saturday <laughs> afternoon, they lost 5 0 at home um, to Frickley Athletic in front of 122 people. There was a club statement which we can manage, uh, which we'll talk about that shortly, I suspect. Uh, about the management team moving on Sleaford Town on Saturday lost 4-0 away to Quorn however they won in midweek 2-1 sorry 4-2 away at Lutterworth Ryan Anderson Liam Tunstall with a brace and an own goal so uh, congratulations there albeit looking at the league table it's going to be a miracle if they do stay up mm. but we'll see what happens uh, Cleethorpe's Town um, were on Saturday Belpertown away they won 2-1 Josh Lacey and Josh Batty on target then on Tuesday afternoon or Tuesday evening at and I still call it Sinsel Bank they won the Links Le- Cup final beating Boston United 1-0 John Ogresby was on target and rounding up our local teams Bourne Town beat uh, sorry lost
1: 2-1 at home to Whittlesea United you see you still you see it's the LNR stadium and he's still calling it central bank
2: yeah Uh, well i'm just worried they're going to call it the azuma stadium then god help it the most uncomfortable
3: chairs in the league it will won't i I just think there's too much football talk on this on this railway show (laughs) exactly exactly exactly
1: um okay it's um shall we do this and this is where we obviously look for our good of last weekend our bad of last weekend and our downright ugly of last weekend and we're going to not do the obvious ugly which is the same as any day in this past couple of weeks so we'll skip that tonight um and talk about a good story from last saturday
2: okay well um as as we already heard Appleby frodingham lost 7-0 um at home to newark and that's not the good bit of the story Several people from Newark Town were speaking to guys from the club, and if you've ever met them, they're very friendly, they're proper football people, and they really are struggling to um, finish their uh, their season, but they're determined they are going to fulfil their fixtures rather than the farce that uh, Renishaw, well, let's move on to somewhere else and uh, just bail out. So they are fulfilling their
1: you know, their commitments to the league, shall we say. What's happened? Because Appleby, Frondingham... Are the steelworks football team i know the steelworks have been for a, a bad time of, of, of late but you know that bottisford town is the only other team close to them yes for an half decent standard of football so the catchment area is is fairly big the facilities there are, are very nice yeah i um, it's a lovely old-fashioned ground to to, to to go to it's an old-fashioned town to go to but that's another story um everything seems to be going for them and Yes, they've had good days and they've been up and they've been down, but to even contemplate them finishing, to packing up, to be no more Appleby-Froningham is, is ridiculous because, again, I mean, I know that certain Lincolnshire teams have done, have done well. Skegness has done well. Cleathorps have done very well. But Netham's another one which yeah has got everything before them. Another lo- lovely grand um, cracking stand and they've gone nowhere. Yeah, it's funny,
2: when the, the guys came down from Appleby Frodingham earlier in the season and they lost 7-0 there, they, they were sort of shaking hands afterwards, thank you for your hospitality, it's a great setup, and they were just saying, it either seems to be fast or fit, famine at, at that um, you know, at that, that, that club, they're either doing really well and up the top half of the table, or they're absolutely dreadful and struggling, and if for some reason they're struggling for players again this year, so um, there seems to be no rhyme or reason to it, but hats off to them, they're determined they're going to fulfil their fixtures for the season.
3: Yeah,
1: it's... I, I, I hope they do, and I hope they can get that going, because we don't want to... We, Grassroots football doesn't want to be losing the Appleby, Frodingham's... No. ...of this world. And I know teams come come and go, but... They're a team that I've always known is... is yes. Yeah. Is, ...is there or thereabouts. Right, that's the good. OK, well, bad.
2: Supporters at Old Trafford at the weekend... Wearing well, half, do me. ...wearing half and half scarves and one in a half and half shirt. I mean, that... That is a crime against humanity. <laughs> if you're a non-league team and you're going to Liverpool or Man United in the Cup, yeah, I can understand it. But, but when it's the Manchester derby, you know, it's a, it's a bit like Manchester United and Liverpool half and half. It, they, it just doesn't, belo- it doesn't belong in football, sorry.
3: The, the, the problem is at Old Trafford, which is a good problem to have financially, but if you get a 70,000 crowd at Old Trafford, 50,000 will be tourists. Yeah, you mean like the people that go to Scotland and buy CU Jimmy Hats and plastic bagpipes? No, it's just basically, you know, I mean... <laughs> the, the, the thought you would do. <laughs> it, it's, it, it's people from Beijing who are going to see Manchester United as part of their not party. at the minute I would hope it's, yeah. it's it's not you can't call them Man United fans because no no, no self-respecting supporter would buy a all, half and half or city fan for that so yeah that, that uh, was not uh, good if,
1: if we'd got the music I would rename the good bad and the ugly room 101 because I know what I'd put in room 101 <laughs> is an half and half scarf it's ridiculous yeah absolutely absolutely yeah. ridiculous it's dreadful isn't it it's, 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 it's shocking right um,
2: ugly the ugly there was a statement on Hartlepool's uh, web- website following the game on Saturday. He doesn't like Hartlepool, does he? Well, they- the, the,
3: the, the Hartlepool have been a disgrace. Right. This is-
2: following today's fixture against Ebsfleet United, we can confirm that allegations of two incidents during the game have been made. It is important to state at this stage, these alleged incidents are unsubstantiated and will be subject to a full investigation. We will hide nothing in our thorough examination of the facts and will respond to any inquiries from authorities. As importantly, once we have carried out a full investigation, we will in- identify any action required and, regardless of this, will not be distracted from our commitment and efforts to promote diversity and educate inclusiv- inclusivity.
1: Hartlepool, I, couldn't, I couldn't say it either. No, don't, don't worry Easy mate. for you to say. It's too
2: too big yeah. for me, that. Hartlepool United condemn abuse of any nature and will continue to work closely with the relevant bodies to ensure that Victoria Park is a safe and welcoming environment for all supporters, staff and players. Apparently at the final whistle, there was a brawl between both sets of um, players, including Hangus the Monkey, the mascot, got stuck in as well. So Since,
1: we- since when's Hartlepool been a warm and welcoming place? <laughs> I mean, they even... <laughs> created they themselves yeah. they did yeah and hung the monkey because they thought he was a Frenchman. Yeah. Yes. well, that's all. okay i'll go with that and,
2: and hu- it, it is a coastal town i have got this yeah. one right you have got that one it is <laughs> yeah. on the coast the yes. famous <laughs>
3: by hanging a monkey they should hang the hartlepool united fans dear in me no oh. that was tony smith that said that just <laughs> yes it was wasn't it yeah, that
1: for, was our tony List- smith, yeah. for our
3: listeners in hartlepool well he, he never gets anywhere
1: north of Redford, <laughs> so he should he should be safe so yeah once again <laughs>
3: The Blues are going up, Newark Town pumping up. The Blues are going up, Newark Town pumping up. The Blues are going up, Newark Town pumping up. The Blues are going
1: up. I think if they don't get three points on Saturday though, they might not be going up. This, I think, is the toughest assignment of what's left.
2: Well, Thorn were the um, team that came and got a four all draw and were probably unlucky to go away with a draw when they came to the YMCA earlier in the season. they caught, caught town on the hop, no doubt about that. And town was struggling to catch up for a while. Four all draw. Um, when Dinnington are winning for fun and we're even winning one nil, two nil.
1: Four all draw was a bit of a letdown. Do we know where Dinnington are this week? Uh, no, I haven't
2: seen actually. I should have had a look. But you sure. should. Well, <laughs> it doesn't matter at the end of the day. <laughs> Dinnington just have to win their games, don't they?
1: So they, and town they, have to win theirs. They have got. They have. Yeah, and, and town's got to win to put the pressure on. Yes, on absolutely. First and. I do actually think if Jamie and Jack Beckett are going to be there in the middle of the midfield at Thorn, Town will comfortably win because yeah. Thorn's got nothing to get close well, to, I have to
2: When I heard that Jack Beckett had signed for Town, I thought that was one of the most exciting signings I've heard for a long time.
1: I just well, we, we had a long conversation on that on Monday night. We had another yeah. long conversation about it last yeah. night. To be
2: honest, and why did they let him go? Well, based on that, uh, yeah. I'm, not
1: the, I'm not the manager and not even connected. And no. Tony's not the manager and is connected. And but that's just a, you have to assume they know a lot better than what we
2: do. So think. hopefully, Town will come back with three points on Saturday afternoon, and Thorn still have to play Dinnington as well. So uh, Thorn could have a big say in how the uh, um, CMFL North title ends up this season. Yes. Well, let's just the um they
1: can do us a favor and um capitulate on saturday and then put more of an effort in when they play dinnington okay um it's game time <laughs> last week <laughs> last week um it was who am i because um tony said we cheated because the who turned out to be mallard well of course mallard is a live and living item or at least it will be when they ever get around to making it that again instead of just being stuffed and mounted in a museum because um, sir nigel gresley's in
2: bits as well at the moment yes. isn't she yes or he <laughs> yeah. yeah a she with a male name's quite yeah, interesting it's
3: a she.
1: yeah it's a she no you can't call her
3: she's an yeah. engine yes that's why it's a she no yeah uh, sir nigel gresley would turn in his grave is this the philistines um... you stick to whippets <laughs> and pigeon
1: racing and rugby league and leave no, me with no, the real
3: walking up the hill
1: for the hovis <laughs> right <laughs> Now, Dave is three points ahead. I've changed the scoring rates a little bit, so you're gonna get ten points if you get it right first time. It was last week, wasn't it? Was it? You only get three points. That's rubbish then. Well, it took me three goes, didn't it? That's
3: absolute rubbish. And he was even worse. Right, come on, Mr. Smith. I wasn't worse. I was just gonna say Bobby Charlton. Okay, it's a fairly different answer to Malan. Right,
1: come on, make an make an effort here for ten points. Scotsman. I was born. Hang on, there was a rule that if you shouted,
0: yes, you will not roll your head. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you
1: right.
3: remember the rules now, don't you?
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> right, serious head on now. Okay. I was born on the 7th of March. Are you looking on Google? No. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm making sure my phone's switched
2: off. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: whatever. In case Dave
2: oh. Hurstfield wants to give me the answers.
1: I was. Show it to all the class. <laughs> I was born, they said. Sorry. I was born on the 7th of March, 1952. And moved to England in
2: 1973.
1: No. No. For eight points. I made my international debut against India. Remember, if you answer and you're wrong, you're out. Still no? For six points. You can play this one a time. You've got to be better than these two. For six points. In 1976, I scored seven Test centuries in 11 matches. They're not being very brave tonight, are they? Hmm. Anybody out there know it? Can't think. Just of a tweet crick- it to me. I can't think of a cricketing railway engine for f- four points. <laughs> Am I going to win? Am I going to win? Because if I win, I get all ten points. That's what I've got to tell you. (laughs) It is this stuff on the internet as well. (laughs) For four points, my first club in England was Lansdowne. For two points, I'm going to win here. For two points, my autobiography is entitled Hitting Across the Line. And for one point, and one point only, and now I get all ten, I was named by Wisdom as one of the top five cricketers of the century. Oof.
2: Where was he born? Again?
1: When? Wait, no, where? Where? I never you? said that. No, I thought you said he moved to England in... I said he moved to England in 1973. I never said where he was born. Basil oh. D'Olivera. No! The other four... Mind you, it's gone now. I get all ten points. <laughs> uh, the other four wisdom cricketers, by the way, was Bradman, Sobers, Hobbs and Shane Warne. The gentleman was notorious for punishing boulders when they dared to sledge him, so much so that many opposing... No, David, you're wrong. It's not that one. Um, so much so that many opposing captains banned their players from the practice. However, when playing for Somerset against Glamorgan, Greg Thomas attempted to sledge our player, after he had missed the ball several times in a row. He, sar- he sarcastically informed, our player, it's red round. Of oh, the Richards. Yes. Mm. It's red round and is about five ounces in case you're wondering. Richards then hammered the next delivery for six straight out of the stadium and into the nearby river. Turning back to the bowler, he commented, <laughs> you know what it looks like. Now go and find it You've missed a word out there Yes I have <laughs> missed a word out there
0: Yes <laughs> uh,
1: oh, Viv Richards mm. <laughs> And he is only one of four non-English cricketers To have scored 100 first class centuries I'll give you a point if you get any of the other three Chris Gale nope. S-
3: sorry, No Sorry no, I missed that one that's
1: can you repeat it? It that, please? He is only—he w- one of only four non-English cricketers to have scored 100 first-class centuries. Non-English cricketers to score 100 first-class centuries. I'm going to try and get hold of Dave at Bingham while you try and think of any of the other three. <laughs> OK, to the phone lines and we're going to Bingham Town and we're going to talk to Dave, but before I give Chance to Dave to... Uh, tell us um, what he's going to do about the celebrations for the championships, I can tell you that the other three non-English cricketers to score first-class centuries, of which these two have let us down so badly on, is Zahir Abbas, Glenn Turner and Sir Donald Bradman. And Tony's sitting there with his mouth low open, plen- pretending to be a goldfish at the moment. Okay, let's um, let's get back to talking football because I went to watch Bingham Town along with Dave on, um, along with Dave and Dave for that matter um, on Saturday. Get another three points on this march to the championships, and if you look at the league table at the moment, they are two points clear of Southall, with three games in in hand. They are five points clear of Wollerton with two games in hand and they are six points clear of Woodthorpe and have played the same amount of games. Dave, it's in the bag.
0: (laughs) Well, (coughs) uh, not really. Uh, We're just taking it sort of game by game with all this. But yeah, we're in a pretty strong position at the moment. I I don't disagree with that.
1: That position has actually strengthened somewhat in the last couple of weeks, hasn't it? Really, you've just carried on going your own business. Well... Both Woodthorpe yeah. and Southwool have decided to, to make life difficult for yeah, themselves. Yeah, I
0: mean, w- we had good results this week. Monday night, Woolworths and Drew. Um, last night, uh, Southwool drew. Uh, was it the night before? I can't remember. I think, yeah. Chi- uh, yeah last, L- night. last night, yeah. Yeah, and they were 3-2 down as well and scored a very late equaliser. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it is in our hands now. Uh, we have Southwool to play a week on Saturday. Then we play Woodthorpe the week after that. Uh, we don't play Wallerton. we've got no actual scheduled fixture yet for Wollerton uh, that's not been put in by the league but in between that we've got sides down near the bottom which we'd like to think we could win so I think if we just keep going like as we keep going as we are I think yeah, we're in a, a very strong position definitely
1: still 12 games left and with everything that's going on around us and we find out today that all Irish football's been suspended for a month and you still have yeah. tr- 12 games to play. I mean, it, it didn't amuse me at the weekend, but it bewildered me, I think is a better word, that the f- players fist pumped each other at the start of the game and basically hugged and kissed each other at the end of the game. <laughs>
3: it, 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 it,
1: uh, yeah. The world we're living in at the moment is, is just nonsensical, I isn't it? I don't quite understand that
0: way. I mean, we've had no sort of direction from the Not Senior League, other than through the referees on Saturday, um, who said, I mean, it was Gavin Rice, wasn't it, Saturday, who's, I believe, a local newer lad. Yes,
1: he's Um, a good referee as well, because he he talks to the players, doesn't he? Gavin's
0: all right, actually, he's good. Yeah. And he said to us before the game, um, you know, it's, it's up to you, whether you want to do a handshake um before the game. But yeah, I totally agree with you. It's a bit, a bit bizarre when after the game everybody's shaking hands and saying well played
1: <laughs> but Um It wasn't the best of games. I mean the pitch no. wasn't wasn't conducive to, to football. It was rock hard in places and yeah. the ball just died in the mud in other places, but that's the same as as ev- yeah. ev- everywhere. Um You are Sweetin, um I'm amazed no disrespect to Bingham Town, but I'm amazed he's still at Bingham Town. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why don't you just sort of promote him a bit more, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, surely That's it's only of time took well. before Floyd come in with the chequebook, I'm not sure. Um, well, he was. That, I mean, he was. He's a, he's a, he's no a disrespect player. to anybody
1: on that football field, but he, oh, the quality yeah. shone out.
0: Oh, he's. He, I mean, this season in particular, I mean, he had last season playing in NSL 2 for Elston, which no disrespect to Elston. Um, then dropped out of playing football, and we were fortunate enough to persuading to come back uh, yeah he is pure quality I agree with you and I think last time I came onto the show I said that if any club comes in with a reasonable offer for one of our players like him um, and it's the right move for you and he'll go and we don't stand in anybody's way um, I mean the lad from Cockgrave recently has gone to Radford I don't know you aware of that mm. Um, is it Lucas Cotter I think it is. Yeah, and and
1: and and it's going to happen because
0: yeah, and at the, end of the a day player. money talks. Ewan's a, yeah, Newell's a better player than him, a, a lot better player. I, he's been fantastic this year, and, and on his day, he'll just terrorise anybody at the back, and um, he will. He'll go on a run soon where he'll he'll be scoring a lot of goals. He, he does miss a few chances to be fair to him. Um, he's not quite the finished article, but yeah, he's, he's, he, and he's a nice lad as well. That's the good thing. Nice lad, nice family.
1: Looked at the look round the ground on Saturday. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it's owned by the town council.
0: Well, the, the, it's, it's a council pick. Yeah, it's again, yeah, as to say, a Buckfield Sports Club. Um, we, in effect, rent it off the council for a very nominal fee. It has to be said, mm. but in recent weeks, the council now have have totally uh, handed over all responsibility for ground maintenance to us. Um, I don't know whether you know but we recently got a grant from the Football Foundation um, and we've now got our own tractor um, uh, and our own, so we can now cut our grass and we can quadruplane it and all the stuff that goes with it ourselves now, which will make a massive difference um, to the playing surfaces. Because Recently we've been reliant on a contractor who can only come in like one week one day a week and if we've had all the rain they can't come in. So. The pitch was actually in quite decent nick actually on Saturday compared to what it's been like. But it's a massive step forward for the club for this, yeah.
1: You, you've got um, you've got your training floodlights up on three sides of it, so you're not a million miles away from being in position to put floodlights on it, are
0: you? No, floodlights is, is very much on the agenda. Um, chairman of the football club, Rob Harwood, at the last meeting that I went to, Has now bought Fudlites up and said that that's something that we'll be looking to get in place as and when really, and if we can get some funding towards it, and and that would enable us to maybe go on to the next level. But yeah, it it would it would it would it would would suit a floodlit pitch. It would be good if we could do it.
1: Because what I did like about it, there was a decent supporter base there. Mm. Um, The 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 facilities are absolutely spot on. Oh,
0: they're the best. Um, They're, They're fantastic. And
1: in this day and age. Grassroots football seems to depend on if you've got floodlights or not, if you're going to go anywhere and do anything. But Bingham's previous record over the last three, four years now means to move that club forward. And that's obviously what you are doing, because you're taking yeah. control of your ground. Yeah. Um, I think Bingham is, is big enough. It's run correctly. It's got to be looking inside two years of floodlights, enclosure and step six.
0: I think you're absolutely right, and I think that's <clears throat> that's what we're aiming for. Um, I think with Chris North in charge, Chris has got uh, you know uh, very good ideas of where he wants to take the club, um, and I think certainly that would be an aim for us uh, in the next couple of years. No disrespect, I mean the NSL is great. I mean it's good standard of football, good quality of football, but we've shown in that cup run we had that we can compete. With sides from a higher level, um, and yeah, I think that's the, that's definitely the next move. It was it certainly. was the
1: senior cup room one. Yeah, yeah, I mean you, you've actually just said it, and that's where you want. Now you've had a taste of it, if you like. Yeah. That's where you want to be.
0: Yeah, definitely, um, I agree. Um, there's a few things that we need to get in place uh, a little bit more. We need we need more of an inflow through from the junior setup through to the senior setup. In the last few years, we've not had that many. Uh, well, Bingham's not had an under 18 side for three seasons now. Um, this year it's got no under 18 or under 17 team. Uh, I don't know it's why. A big gap there, then, isn't they? Yeah, it's massive. It just seems to be that they get they do under 16s and then the, the kids, the managers say to the kids, well, what do you want to do? And it's, the kids are so, well, oh, not really too bothered. And, and we've not got a management team in structure there to say, well, actually, no, come on, let's, let's take a side through. So that's a big gap for us, and that is a worry. That's a concern of mine, I have to say, um, because we do need young kids coming through. We can't rely on going out and, and trying to get players to come to us. It would be nice if we could have an influx of, of young players through. Um, I think in the next couple of weeks, Chris North, the first-team manager, is doing coaching sessions with our under-16s and our under-15s to try and give them a bit of a feel for what it's like to, you know, to, to train with the adults. Um, and hopefully that will
1: encourage a few of them to come through yeah and that that, that will be good because you, you, you'll have to build it so the next couple of months God willing that we're all still playing football for the next couple of months um, yeah. the biggest two months in the in the history of Bingham Town we're going to keep an eye on how you do yeah, Dave, and uh, we'll so. have you back on we'll have you back in fact we'll even have you in here and you can bring the championship trophy with you <laughs> well
0: let's not be too premature yet, <laughs> yeah, I think I think, yeah, it's in our hands, I think, at the end of the day, and um, yeah, it'd be fantastic for everybody concerned uh, if we could if we could lift the trophy, but there's some hard games going, and, you know, Southall, good side, good footballers, Woodthorpe are no mugs, Wollerton came on that fantastic run, but, you know, just slipped up a little bit. Burn Joyce, not to be discounted either, in fact, they've got a game in hand on us, so, um, but if you look at the running, we've potentially got a slightly easier running of of some of our competitors I mean Southall played Dunkirk at the weekend Um, I can't remember Burn Joyce have got a tough game somewhere so yeah, yeah fingers crossed a long football question
2: Um, you went to Cheltenham this week how many winners did you get
0: (laughs) anyway moving on
2: Uh, (laughs) I noticed the lads didn't fall for your dress code um, advice from the picture they posted so uh, as long as you had a good week that's the main thing we
0: had a good day yesterday Yeah, it was a good good team building bonding session I think that's what it's called I've had a couple of three winners and some of the lads have done quite well but yesterday was yeah it was very good it got a little bit you know a little bit messy later on as you'd expect but yeah all, all in good spirit
1: excellent good stuff best of luck we're rooting for you and we're rooting okay. for south else I'll, else, I'll get shot if i yeah. don't say that so um, <laughs> yeah, um that. and it's going to be very very interesting a week on saturday yeah,
0: yeah good stuff come we'll keep to in touch thank you have the game of week on saturday sorry come down to the game I'll I
1: could, we could well be there we, we, we might well be yeah this time I, pro- I promise i won't get distracted by by the railway
0: <laughs> okay <pretty.
1: laughs> okay all right bye guys it was it was enjoyable um there was nice people we was made yeah. to feel very yeah. welcome lots of people came and spoke to me and uh, people you know. co- yeah people and when i sort of managed to get off the platform uh, people was very sort of friendly apart from the conductors on the, the, the social the setup, there's really good isn't it
2: when you went in there you said wow this is good yeah it's yeah. a
1: lovely club we've got the old cricket bats because cricket grounds there as well tony they got the cricket bats and, and up up there, that. there. oh yes yeah. uh yeah, I, I I did. I I enjoyed that one. So uh it was a proper day out at the football, wasn't it? Really, it was.
3: We are the new explosive. We're heading for the top.
1: We Actually, they're heading for Wales, Wales, Wales at the weekend, or all but Wales, Mister Smith. Just um, ten miles from the Welsh border. Ten miles from the Welsh border, apparently. It's the longest of the long journeys. um It's the fourth trip on the bounds away from home in the league
0: mm.
1: it's the fourth trip on the bounce that's needed a bus at £600 a bus that's two and a half grand all but plus whatever you would like to believe the wages are at FlowServe but whichever <coughs> way you look at it you're probably looking somewhere close to three and a half grand going out of that club in the last month and not a single penny coming in
3: yeah, I noticed uh, with Mr. Ringham from Bingham, there was a fairly needless reference to flow server and a book in the same sentence. You'll find that any football club with any ambition needs a financial backing. But uh, basically... Um, yeah, it's, get cat it's a hell of a long trip. He started it. It's a hell of a long trip. And um, I've got my seat booked on the bus and uh, a flask of coffee and I'm looking forward to it. But you're missing the point I'm making by about a mile. The point is that...
1: Once again, when we had a go at the Central Midlands last week for the way their fixture secretaries treated the teams, because no, it has got no more home matches, no. till, that's it now, the yeah. next home matches in August. Yeah. And they've got to finance four away matches with no income whatsoever to come in for the rest of the season. FlowServe, and whichever, whatever your feelings in FlowServe are, they've about to find £3,500. Just to, just, such, to just to get f- through yeah. a month of four away matches, probably four of the longest away matches that mm. the fixture secretary has given them, where a little bit of hard work and diligence in front of a computer could have been split up. That's the point I'm making. And be wow. it, whatever it is, is Newark Town, Bingham Town, or Newark Flow Serve, you're asking
3: an awful lot of a grassroots football club But you said a number of weeks ago that in the days when Chas Jackson used to sit down with a pen and paper and work out a very, very comprehensive and very sporting fixture list, these days are gone now because you lump some names into a computer, press a button and the job's done for you and you end up with fixture lists like are being produced in a lot of leagues, which are a complete farce.
1: Yeah, and yeah, that when you when you administer a league you administer it on the behalf of the clubs it's not your league the newark sunday league was never my league we managed it for the clubs you have a duty of care to remember clubs, and making Flowserve
2: pay three and a half thousand quid just to play the games it would make you wonder what where the duty of care
1: is Uh, that's that is the point and it's the same applies to newark yeah how have they ended know, up the last February game? and no more home games come on yeah. I mean it's only by
2: virtue of the fact that the Notts County crowd was great otherwise if they'd been the same place positions up would be frodding them I mean,
1: it could have put the club under exactly and I just feel it's so so wrong and the people that run the leagues these days have got to stop looking after themselves and start looking after the clubs that's
3: my whinge it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very worthwhile whinge because it's true I mean, it is basically down to laziness that the, the fictionalists are done in the way that they are. OK, um, let's have a bit of grassroots gossip, shall we? Because there's there's quite a lot to get us One experience.
1: or two stories that's flying around, and one or two that will make you winch, and one or two that will hopefully make you um, titter as well. Dave. Right on uh, Saturday afternoon, Hern Bay
2: captain and centre half went in goal against Send- Sittingbourne in the Isthmian League. When the regular keeper was injured, he went on to save a penalty to keep Hern Bay one to a one nil win, which is pretty good going. I think his teammate said it's, he's better in goal than he is up front. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we talked about Hartlepool a little bit on didn't we? we talked yes. a Bad bit about Hartlepool, but Hartlepool have completed the signing of, of, of centre forward Lorne. Bickley. Now, he is the man that's been scoring hundreds of goals for Jersey Bulls, and you've got a Jersey Bulls story to come in a minute. Um, And he's gone on loan to Hartlepool from Jersey for the rest of the season. Now, assume he actually lives on Jersey... He's in for one hell of a quarter shock, indeed. Well, the only likeness I can think of is they've both got a marina. It uh, <laughs> depends what colour... I don't colour know what it. he drives. No, <laughs> it depends what colour he is, doesn't it? Oh, well... got it on you tonight, haven't you? <laughs> Mr <laughs> Grumpy Paps in the corner there.
2: Well, actually, while we're looking at Jersey Bulls, on Saturday afternoon, they beat uh, British Airways 2-0 to claim their 27th consecutive league win of the uh season in front of 769 supporters and their um promotion out of step six is now mathematically assured
1: i just wonder if, if i lived on jersey if i'd bobble with football
3: yeah, yeah no, it'd be brilliant no. imagine the away trips oh yeah i can yeah. cope with them a flight every away game i, I can brilliant.
1: Cope, I, I can cope with that assuming and this is not grassroots football because this is the Liga. Assuming, and uh, 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 God knows if it's going to happen or not, Atletico um, Bilbao will play Real Solcedad in the first All Basque Copa del Rey Cup final since 1927. The what? And, if, <laughs> and if it does or if it doesn't happen, who knows now? But yeah,
2: that's quite. That for the, that to, given the um, pride of that region, that's quite a surprising statistic. Because there's... 1927. Yeah, yeah. Because Santander's also from that region, isn't it? But they're much of a football team. Yeah, that's quite a statistic. Next one. Right, uh, 90... Sorry, 1902 people went to Twerton Park on Saturday afternoon to watch Bath City against Weymouth draw 0-0 at Step 2 in the National League South.
1: Are they not... Knocking the ground down or rebuilding it or uh, I something? I think Twerton
2: Park's being rebuilt because Bristol City and the guests went there for a few seasons, didn't they? Um, it's a great ground to go to. It's it's one of the strange hotchpotch grounds of this, country, uh, of this country. Funny little shaped stands, funny terraces and uh, <laughs> awful to park and get into. But once you're in there, it's worth
1: it. That sounds great. But it's one of those that surely they're not going to be allowed to do a lot to it. No. no. Well, like, there's not much room to do a lot to it. <laughs> so, Southwall's wonderful Twitter account... Um, they managed to blow two more points last night. Yeah. Um, um th- their third goal was, uh, anyway, the Twitter account said, Goal! A hit by law! Who's borrowed his touch from a trampoline tonight? <laughs> <laughs> if if you if if there's any one account
2: you follow on Twitter, it ought to be that one.
1: That is that is the Twitter account that yeah. is, is well worth looking at.
2: There's there's another one that's quite good called Jimmy Cyril's Love Child. He tweets excellent football statistics, black and white pictures. Railway-related stuff, where am I? And at the moment, he's running a feature photograph your pies at games. As a result, Mon <laughs> Mond tweeted a picture with the following tasting notes. Two balty pucker pies at Charlton Athletic. Ooh. The second was a struggle, though, and hard to keep down. Really inferior, low-rent stuff. The worst food I've ever had at the new Wembley. Their so-called restaurant serves up food worse than that you find at Gatwick Airport. Praise <laughs> indeed. Oh, dear. He's in trouble.
1: <laughs> uh, before we get to the, the, the big story um last week we talked about how many clubs um have got the nickname the magpies and oh yeah you mm. was challenged to go away and find more than i think seven yeah i've got 12
3: oh yeah
2: so if i go through the 12 i've got and then tony can interject you can so obviously we knew newcastle united knots county Wimborne town dorchester town maidenhead town alresford amersham town dearham town chorley Penzance, Colney Heath, and Loxwood. Penzance. Penzance. I
1: know that
3: one. You would have thought the Pirates, wouldn't you? But, oh, you uh, would really. Would you? That's yeah. not very sort of. i, th- I th- Are these so nicknamed because of their black and white stripes? I would
2: assume so. Hmm. Certainly, um Dorchester, Maidenhead, Oversford all playing stripes. Surely, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know all the cockney teams, don't you? Hmm. They're all mainly Hampshire. That's what I said. (laughs) Oh, it's (laughs) south of Peterborough.
1: South of Peterborough, yeah. Yeah. Talking of Cockney teams, your lot's got to a. Big semi final or something, haven't uh, they? The, lo- the lost. Bashley boys, yeah, yeah they lost. Oh, uh, <laughs> not being mentioned.
2: Well, I did retreat. They lost three. They lost three right. what, 0 What's their nickname? The jellied cockles.
1: <laughs> the co- the cockle eels. The cockle eels. The Bash or the yellows? You know. This really is crazy. You see, you come straight out out of the Josh Burkett bo- book of social media. <laughs> tweet we're going to win and when we lose we don't do anything about that it. That was quite funny last night, yeah. wasn't
3: it? <laughs> we haven't got round to while this yet, anyway. Dear, dear, dear. <laughs> right,
1: come on, let's have the big, the big story from Jotland. Right, due to
2: fixture con- congestion, Orkney faced two games on Saturday afternoon. At 12.30, they are away to Bun- Bunhillish Thistle. At 12.45, they are at home to Bonar Bridge. The two grounds are 165 miles away. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, how are they getting around that one then? <laughs> well, they've got a big enough squad. Um, it, it does set a precedent um, in that level of football. However, in 1916, Celtic beat Wraith Rovers 6 0 in a 15 15 kickoff before racing to Lanarkshire for an 1800 kickoff at Motherwell. They won 3 1 in the first game, only made one change in the second,
1: and defender Joe Dobbs scored in both. That was a wartime fixture. So, I knew that was coming, so I've, I've, I've looked up one or two for myself on this one. <laughs> Orkney are currently fifth out of nine teams. There's nine teams mm. in the division. Yeah. In the North Caledonian League, sitting 13 points <laughs> off leaders Inver Gordon with three games in hand. Given that they need a ferry to get to many of their away games, the recent storms that have hit the UK have not been kind to the fixture schedule. On January the 11th, they managed to get the boat and the bus 130 miles to Invergordon to face the league leaders, only for the game to be called off. A week later, their match at some Scottish name, Thistle, fell victim to a waterlogged pitch, and into February the problems continued. With a trip to Golfby Sutherland being cancelled, and when it came to hosting the same team a week later, the Orkney boys went to extra lengths to ensure the game went ahead, even picking their opponents up from the ferry. Yes, Orkney played two games at Hellsmeads and Kirkwall, explained the North Caledonia FA in a tweet to bemused fans. They've had lots of post games, so agreed to play twice. That's, That's brilliant. That's outstanding, isn't it? It's absolutely brilliant.
2: Did you see seven Montrose fans made a midweek trip of 400 miles to see? This is the best nickname ever. The Gable Endies play at Stranraer on Tuesday night. Four and a half hours each way if the roads are good, or six and a half hours on public transport. Montrose won 1 nil with a 74th minute goal. So it was worth the nine hours of pain.
1: But Gable Endies, what a name.
3: I wonder how they got that nickname. I don't
2: know we'll find it we'll
3: try
1: and find out yeah yeah celtic made only one change didn't they them from from the those two two they did yeah, yeah yeah it was a pre that was a first world war
2: fixture <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh dear I, I i mean well well done to well done to to all, all I, I, I vaguely remember simos whatever flo said whatever but simos playing two games in one afternoon they played a league match at three o'clock and there was a, a touring team oh from no. Wales or, or or some foreign place and they oh pla- and, and they <laughs> played against them at six o'clock in the evening wow. and they played more or less the same team in yeah. both the games. And it was a cracking afternoon, but I'm going back now probably
3: to the late 60s. <laughs> and our poor professional players complain when they've got to play three times in ten days. Exactly. It's is it, shocking. Is, it, is that 1960s? quiet (laughs) just because you're grumpy tonight (laughs) not grumpy at all yes you are I just react badly to um, things interesting
2: Glebe Football Club have 18 matches to play by April the 25th in 46 days they're not going up or down and they tweeted to the FA we can't understand why the season can't be extended by a week until May second on health and safety grounds this situation is far more dangerous than a a handshake before the game so yeah they've got um, the best part of a season still to play
1: I wonder when the government intervene, which inevitably it looks like is going to happen, if the FA are going to tell the government, no, the season finishes on April the 25th. Tough.
2: No, I mean, another club in the same situation, Wessex League side Baffin Milton Rovers have just 45 days to play 42% of their league programme. Unbelievable, really, isn't it? They'll be playing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, have Thursday off them. Friday, I have sympathy
1: so. with Orkney until, until I read those nine teams in the division. Yes. Next week, we're talking nicknames, apparently. We want to know some weird and wonderful nicknames, and I'm on a whinge already because it's clubs that change their nicknames. It shouldn't be allowed. Your club was formed in, let's just, off the top of my head, say 1935. And when there was formed, they was called The Works. Yeah. Come what may, they are The Works. Well, take Leeds United. The Whites or the
3: Peacocks,
2: they're now Dirty (laughs) Leeds.
3: Oh! (laughs) Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> uh, <Just> bonus <laughs> bonus point today for that one. I suppose if you're sitting with two Forest fans, you know. Here we <laughs> go. I'm going to go down the history route, aren't you, Mister Mr. <laughs> Mr. Grumpy's off again. Did you know about the two European final cups? No, don't, don't no. Start him. off. time's <laughs> running out. Right, this weekend's football. I'll just hand my belt and laces to this nice man outside. flow like server
1: playing away to nod Clong, Cling, Clang, Clong Wells,
0: yep. or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> away, away at Holmend at this Shrewsbury Sports Village, as we said just ten
2: miles from the Welsh border. So uh, that's a trip and a half. All the way to Wales to play in a blinking cage. I know, uh, and it's it, pre- it looks a pretty <laughs> unappealing thing. I can only hope that the social. I mean, um, the cage in well Newark.
1: I accept. It, it, it's it's cage it's yeah. half decent
2: yeah but there's, there's not even any um trees or anything around the the ground there is a so um yeah newark town are away at thorn colliery collingham yep. go away to harworth colliery Harrowby um a local derby against Bourne uh Eat town grantham are away in the premier league at ashton united Southwell city are away at afc dunkirk As Lockton entertain Calverton Miners Welfare. Curtin Brickworks are at home to Radcliffe Olympic. Highcombe Town are in the uh, Supplementary Cup against Wyberton. lincoln Morlands Railway go away to Cleethorpe's Town Reserves in the Lynx League. Bingham Town are at home to Bilborough. Lincoln United host Leak Town. Sleaford United on the back of a winner at home to Rugby Town. Cleethorpe's United are away at Stockbridge Park Steels. And as we've already said, Bourne Town host Harrowby in you know, a Links local derby. So uh, busy that, afternoon for us.
1: That um, that could be the game of the afternoon, couldn't it? It could be. It might be a good excuse to go to the lawns, actually. Yes, it's probably a better excuse than going to Wales.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: <laughs> and the coach journey is not going to be nearly as long to Bourne.
3: that be a lovely
1: coach journey. I've
3: got a flask of coffee and a really good book. <laughs>
1: right that that's y- y- your football for, th- for the weekend um we think that um born um is um against Araby is probably going to be it's probably going to be our match of of the weekend um i'm just looking any more announcements about professional football there doesn't seem to be anything that you don't already know at at, at the mo the moment um professional football looks like it's going ahead at least for this weekend in, in this country and, and if uh, they
2: make it like they did in france last night no uh, the game's closed no no public well, Twelve
1: thousand stood outside the ground this, and this is where it's farcical isn't it this is where it's and how many farcical.
2: italian fans came over to england you know, to watch a game?
1: I, I mean you've either got to say you know you have to stop at home and you'll be pleased to stop at home or you may as well let them in the ground yeah it, it's just farcical right hockey um the north men are at home to loughborough um, and the Newark ladies are at home to Loughborough. Um, the men have got to win. End of conversation, because they blew their life last weekend at West Bridgeford, so if they're going to get promoted, they've got to win. It's too late for the ladies. It looks like they're going to get relegated down to Knott's League next season, but it'll be a successful season because they'll, they'll win that easily. Newark Rugby Club are going to to Long Eaton in under-18 football. Farndon are playing Radcliffe. Um... West Bridgeford are at home to the Newark town, under-18s. We think the match of the day um, in youth football is RHP taking on West Bridgeford in the under-16s League Cup. Um, It's the semi-final. RHP are in Division 2. West Bridgeford are second in the Premier. Well. So um, nothing to lose for for it's a kind of really, boys it? there, and I'm sure they'll win in swimming. It's the Sports Centre League in sutton in Ashfield, and as far as we know, all these are still going ahead. And Connor, meanwhile, will challenge for the current East Midlands 69kg elite belt um, on 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 um, Saturday night. So, so we wish Connor the best of luck there on to Sunday in athletics it's the Long Sutton half it's the Shrewsbury 10k it's the the Ashby 20 and it's the Sleaford half as i say on all those especially those gatherings do check first don't take my word i'm only going from what's in the calendar do check before you travel to make sure all those are actually on one that i think is definitely on is new town ladies against sherwood ladies and it's a cup semi-final so
2: if we can get down to the ymca ymca
1: tuesday afternoon let's tuesday afternoon sunday let's all go on sunday (laughs) afternoon because you might stand more chance of seeing it on sunday afternoon it's a two o'clock kickoff um it looks like it's going to be a cracker because the ladies have just won three league matches on the Mm -hmm. bounce and um it's worth going to see the centre forward. Dr Do- Jess. Dr Jess, the flying doctor. Because she literally is flying 40 goals this season. Absolute quality. Really is a quality finish. How, how, how
3: good is Sherwood?
1: The second in the division. Newark Town are halfway down it. Right. So it's going to be hard, but who knows. Um, Lincoln United are playing Gary Atwood's RHP Colts. And I was talking to Gary last week. And I says, "Oh, you're gonna- it looks like you're going to finish third then no we've got the leaders to play twice and we're six points behind them so mm. and he had that smile on his enthusiasm face enthusiasm smile he's had on his face last season when he says well if we win the last seven games we'll win the championship and what did they do they won the last seven games so i won't put anything behind him it's the notts county championships at swimming on sunday i hope it all goes on um it's out of our hands if it does or it doesn't um
3: was that when gary thought the players had pretend champagne at the end yes yes <laughs> G- junior beer <laughs> yeah no gary fought
1: <laughs> uh, and he genuinely fought they was drinking pretend champagne at the end of it yeah, and they weren't bless him <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: bless him um the league is off the french premier division's off all around europe football is off this weekend um there's nothing we can say or do to make any difference we just wish everybody stays safe out there and when we come back hopefully when we come back next week we're still talking about sport that is being played um if you can't go to a professional match why don't you come and watch a local match Tony's going to Wales. Have an afternoon in Wales. Have an
2: afternoon in Wales. In fact, take some of the p- people from Notfast that are competing in the Shrewsbury 10K on Sunday yeah, sleep Yeah, you take them, them and leave them yeah. there for
1: the night, <laughs> can yeah. So there we go. That's our First Football Plus. Um, I'll just give you a um, a league one last league table in third place Tony Smith with no points <laughs> in second place I've never been a side, third side Dave with four Mid-table points mid table obscurity b- nothing b- to play for because I gave him a point tonight for sarcasm <laughs> and um, uh, top of the league by a mile me coming up now the Manchester United Supporters Club and the TNT show Radio New
3: World